1: You are Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: You are Locked On Washington Football with the Locked On Washington Football Team. Podcast brought to you by Rock Auto Basing Select your life No prices, all the parts of RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am David Harrison, joined as always by Chris Russell, welcoming you, the new listeners, the returning listeners. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow the podcast, rate and review as well, and help other teams, help other fans of the franchise find us, just like you did when we are not here. To find Chris over the team nine eighty three seven p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, and on the Odyssey app. Also, find him covering your Washington football team for SI.com in writing on Twitter at WrestleMania six two one. Find me at D Harrison eighty two on Twitter, and also find the show at Locked WFT Pod. Chris, another day back together here after you had an amazing episode recapping what you saw at the OTAs. The first day available for the media uh, for OTAs. We'll get another update next week, of course. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hopefully our audience thoroughly enjoyed it. If you haven't heard Chris's thoughts from, the, from that OTA session, please go back to yesterday's episode. Check that out. A lot of good information there, including some takes on a brand-new Washington football team tight end. But we've got a new take for a new situation, not a new situation, but a continuing to develop potential situation, including an owner. And it's not Dan Snyder. It's not Jeff Bezos. But it is a name that a lot of people are going to recognize.
0: Yeah. Um, So we've touched on this before a couple of months ago. I don't remember exactly when I think it was pre free agency. Uh, David, maybe uh, in, you know, February sometime. um, That Jay-Z the entertainment mogul and icon, who of course is married to Beyonce and both of them are mega, 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 mega stars for anybody that doesn't uh, realize that, that Jay-Z is possibly being rumored to buy into a portion of the Washington football team. Now, this latest report comes from Burgundy Blog, which is a popular uh, blog site on Twitter, uh, at Burgundy Blog, and he said, you know, quote, nothing imminent, these things take months and sometimes break down, but I have it on good authority that Jay-Z is actively divesting, Assets to position himself for purchase of stake in the WFT. And this was kind of corroborated by not only JP Finley of NBC Sports Washington and 1067 The Fan, but also Kevin Sheehan of the Team 980, uh, who is, uh, you know, and both of those guys are my colleagues. I just hung out with JP yesterday a little bit uh, at practice. Um, so I don't know. I you know, here's like well, we'll here's here's the deal. We don't know the business aspect of it, right? So it'd be reckless for us to kind of speculate. But I, I'm not sure how you feel about this, David. I I think this would be if they could get Jay-Z in this organization, uh, and you know, Dan is comfortable with the arrangement, and maybe he wouldn't be comfortable, maybe the NFL is driving this. I don't know. But if Dan is comfortable with the arrangement and Dan obviously is still the majority owner. There are so many benefits to having a guy like Jay-Z and also, oh, by the way, Beyonce involved in your organization, just on the surface. I mean, think about it. You're a global brand as it is, but you're a struggling global brand who's changing over everything. How cool would it be to have Jay-Z and Beyonce basically be leading the name change and the brand and the the emblem change, the, the logo change, essentially as the public figures and public faces of the next new and presumably permanent name and image. I mean, there's so many benefits to this besides the cachet and the money and the glitz and the glamor and all the different multimedia uh, stuff that you would do and everything that Jay-Z and Beyonce does is news. There's so much of that that could benefit this organization, as long as it's not bad stuff, right? Which we don't think it would be that I can I don't think they can resist what it would do for their global brand.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can have a lot, you know, you can, you can do a lot worse as far as business partners are concerned than, than Sean Carter. And uh, I, I think it would be, it would be, it would, it would be a really strong move for the Washington football team franchise and for Dan Snyder to make. I mean, I think, I think with JP Finley. They kind of went on record and said, look at all the loans that Dan had to take. Uh, to buy out his other minority owners he's going to sell part of this franchise back out again to make to recoup some of that money or even more potentially uh and, and bringing on a guy like jay-z and for for what he's been able to do his business acumen you know i think everybody's got to remember you know some people that are going to scoff at this are like he's a rapper you know what i mean and, and he's a rapper and they, and people don't look at rappers in that kind of a light but jay-z uh, is, is a completely different animal in this space and he's run, you know, so many businesses and so many investments and, and so many organizations that he's been involved with, uh, including his own agency. You know what I mean? Um, this is a guy that, if trust me, people have tried to take him down before. You know what I mean? And if if there was going to be dirt for him to be taken down with, it would have been uh, exposed. So this is a guy who knows how to do it. He knows how uh, to to do the things that he's been doing, and and he's a he's good at it, and he's good at branding. And you look at his his interaction with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so many people that are just kind of casual NBA fans, or just you know pop culture fans, just kind of on the periphery, don't even realize that Jay Z really barely owned any piece of the Nets. Like he owned a piece of the Nets, but he barely owned uh, a piece of the Nets. But that's all people talked about around that time was Jay Z being an owner of the of the, of the mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets, and uh, you'd have thought that he was the controlling owner, which he, he wasn't even close to. Um, so it just kind of shows you that whole thing, and it really kind of fits the redesign of this franchise, you know, bringing in Jason Wright, Julie Donaldson, Ron Rivera, like you're putting a whole brand new face, it's not a facelift, you're literally removing the face uh, that the franchise had on it and you're putting an entirely new one on and Jay-Z would kind of fit that mold in what they're doing and and Chris, I mean, we kind of speculated, well, I kind of speculated this on, you know, before we recorded but one of the, you know, fairly popular ideas for the name change uh, was the Washington Red Tails and you know, uh, I don't remember which Super Bowl it was but it was a few years ago uh, Beyonce did a Super Bowl halftime performance that was a little bit controversial because it had some of the political undertones of things that we've seen going on in this country. They've been involved in those messaging and some of those some of those efforts in you know in society and everything. So that could be something that's on the swing as well. That could be something that kind of helps that name you know get a little bit of 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 backing if you know the, if partial owners like Jay Z uh, and Beyonce kind of have some support behind it. I mean, I'm not saying that's what would happen. I just I think it's an interesting. Uh, combination that there is a team potential uh, ch- uh, name change that has to do uh, with Black History in this country, and now you're talking about two very influential people in this conversation of social justice and everything that's been going on over the last few years, potentially being interested in buying into the franchise. I, I would believe that you know part of that could be uh, could be connected as well. I wouldn't be surprised if the two were connected in some way, shape, or form. But either way, it's interesting. And I mean, whatever team name you pick. If you can get Jay Z or Beyonce to lay down the track for your reveal video, it's going to blow up Twitter, you know, bigger than anything that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's so many benefits to this, and we could probably talk about forever and speculate how this could all go down, whether it's going to be, you know, Rock Nation sports might have to be divested. You mentioned J.P. Finley. Dan did have to borrow a lot of money. Dan does not have a lot of liquid cash. People should know that. Everything he has is tied up in the Washington football team. He had to be given a debt waiver, all that stuff. Uh, Real quickly, I'll just add to this. I spoke to somebody that's involved in the the, the uh, inner ring of the organization briefly, uh, and there was certainly an indication, an indication, David, that this has got some teeth to it and that this is something that, you know, like right now might not happen like this minute, but as Burgundy Blog kind of indicated, like it, it's very much in the works and there's a, one other real quick connection that we should mention and that's greg Resch. greg Resch. now that's probably not a name that anybody knows but he's the chief financial officer of the washington football team he was hired uh at the end of uh, i think it was uh, last uh you know uh, la- last year like november, like late november of 2020. well greg Resch was an executive a big-time executive where at Rock Nation Sports. So just remember Rock Nation Sports was founded and is operated essentially by Jay-Z. So again, you put two and two together. And in this case, it certainly seems like you're gonna get four. All right, so that's that situation. That's a big news. We'll keep track of that, David, right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison here for rockauto.com. As we tell you about all the time, rockauto.com is your one-stop shop and you don't even have to stop. You can just do it from your kitchen chair, your bed, um, you know, your couch, whatever you wanna do, just pull up rockauto.com on your browser, on your phone, and away you go. Whatever you need for whatever make or model and style that your vehicle is—car, truck, uh, wh- whether it's foreign or domestic, whether it's stick, non-stick, whatever it might be—and whatever you need, you can get it at RockAuto.com. And you're not going to pay outrageous prices because those big auto parts superstores that you hear about all the time and that you see a lot—well, again, they're big and they have a lot of overhead, and they're giving discounts to their buddy, the mechanic down the street who buys in volume, right? They're giving those guys breaks. They're not giving you breaks and we want you to get a break. So here's what we want you to do. Go to rockauto.com and you're gonna get the best and reliably low prices and the same as everyone else because rockauto.com is going to take care of you uh, and they're going to make sure that you get the parts that you need. When you go to rockauto.com and you go to their how did you hear about us section right locked on in their, again, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car truck will ever need at rockauto.com.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. Uh, You can follow David at DHarrison82, me at WrestleMania 621, the pod at LockedWF. All right, David, you were not with us on the last episode, uh, which you mentioned at the top uh, when we uh, came back from OTA. So make sure everybody uh, listens, obviously, to all of our previous episodes. But yesterday, or the last one, I should say, certainly had a lot of uh, information that no other podcast, I can guarantee you, uh, is going to have because why? We were there. But right after we returned, right after we talked to Ron Rivera, the Washington football team did what they always do. They signed a new player, Ricky Seals-Jones. So I'm going to ask you for your opinion, your analysis. Is this just a body or does this have some potential to shake some other things loose?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of a signal of just how inexperienced and unrefined the tight end group really is right now. And and that's kind of the way I'm mean. going to put it. And that's, that probably sounds worse than really it's intended to be. I mean, you have a lot of upside. Uh, a lot of potential in this group, but what you don't have is a lot of experience and and a lot of playing time. I mean, outside of Logan Thomas, you know, I think I think John Bates is an interesting option there as your second or third tight end. Uh, and I think honestly, you're looking at either Deion Yelder uh, or Ricky Seals Jones being being your third tight end or your second tight end, depending on how well. Uh, the rookie does and I and and to me really this just kind of signals that Samus is on his way to the practice squad and there's nothing wrong with that you know I think a lot of people want him to be on the active roster this year and and you know I've got high hopes for him and and excitement for him as well but you know the fact of the matter is like we've kind of talked about already on previous episodes he hasn't really played football you know what I mean it's gonna Mm -hmm. it's gonna take some time and there's nothing wrong uh, with it taking time I think the risk you really run into is another team falling in love with that athleticism sure. and that raw ability and that upside and him potentially being lured away. I think it's important to remember uh, that that players don't necessarily have to leave. There's, there's a lot of stipulations to practice squad stuff. Like when you see a player leave a practice squad to go to a team, there are some options for that player. They don't necessarily just get ripped away uh, from the team unwillingly. So, I mean, you know, we'll see how that works out. But uh, I think that the more you see them add kind of to the group, that's just that's kind of how the training camp OTA type of – situation usually runs you know if you see the team bring in like two or three more quarterbacks it usually means maybe they're not so confident in their depth in the quarterback room and there could be some changes along the way I think they'll get it the same way here with the tight end group and then like you said the connection the Kansas City Chiefs the Super Bowl experience and then and and, and and playing on a roster at least in a team uh, no matter how much they contributed I think this is kind of what you're seeing is that you know Tamarik Hemingway probably not long for this team uh, so on and so forth but to me like if I had to predict right now I think Logan's obviously your number one. I think Bates and then either Yelder or Seals Jones are going to be that third tight end. Unless, I mean, you talked about this yesterday. Like, could they carry four? I mean, you know, could they go like 12 personnel heavy, you know, in so a lot of packages kind of help protect Ryan Fitzpatrick a little bit, force the defense to go bigger than smaller, which then opens up space for Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin. I can't believe I just based on his name. Um, you know what I mean? For them to take advantage and Antonio Gibson, get him out of the backfield, in that 12 personnel set plus you know you have logan thomas you can always move you know motion out wide or run him from in line um so you know 12 personnel is, is an attractive thing when you look at today's defenses because usually today's defenses are built to be more fast so you come out with 12 personnel you force them to go a little bit bigger than maybe they want to usually bigger also means slower and when you have speed on the perimeter coming out of the backfield that gives you some advantages maybe you wouldn't otherwise have so potentially four guys and i by I still don't think Samus would be the fourth. I think you're looking at Logan. I think you're looking at Bates, the rookie. I think you're looking at Yelder and then Seals-Jones if there's four active tight ends. But again, that's all going to be, you know, how they shape this offense. Uh, But we're seeing more and more NFL offenses going with 12 personnel a lot more because they're counterbalancing the newer, smaller, faster defenses that the NFL is bringing to them.
0: Absolutely. And you could also see, you know, um, I mean, when you say twelve personnel, basically, for those that don't know what that what what that terminology means, that's one back and two tight ends. You could also see. Uh, I and and you do see this on pretty much every team, and you saw it, you know, in in, in different forms with Washington last year. There was some thirteen personnel, and maybe even more. Uh, so, especially of course, in goal line and short yardage, uh, and where you could have, you know, and that could be the way you justify carrying a fourth tight end. All right, I mean, it's the end of May; we don't want to go crazy with that. Uh, but uh, we also did want to address this. Landon Collins met with the media after the practice yesterday. Now he didn't do any of the team portions, but he did look okay and loosening up and stretching uh, and some of the light individuals from what I could see from a way, 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 way distance. But afterwards, dude, he talked and was asked about possibly moving to linebacker. Jack Del Rio had said, no, he's not going to move to linebacker. And he said, quote, I was just laughing at it. I was drafted as a safety. If somebody was going to come talk to me about it, we'll talk about it. But that's about it. If we have packages that want to put me in, I'm always open to it because I'd rather have all of us DBs on the field anyway. The more DBs, the merrier. I'm confused. Maybe you can help me. I don't know why he thinks it's A, so funny, one. B, uh, this is exactly what we talked about with Landon Collins staying at safety is he's going to have to be used creatively in big nickel packages and three safeties Uh, and all of that stuff because he can't be in space and he also can't play a thousand snaps, I don't think.
2: Yeah, it's it's semantics is what it is. And Landon is aware of it. I mean, his own con- his own comment gives him away. What did he say, right? If we and this is again coming from Nikki Jabala, if he if we have packages they want to put me in, I'm always open to it because I'd rather have all of his DBs on the field anyway, end quote. He's basically saying that if they want to play me as a pseudo linebacker in certain packages because it fits the defense better in the scheme better. Again, we just talked about defenses going smaller and faster. That's what you're talking about, Landon Collins being a smaller, faster linebacker compared to your traditional, more more, more prototypical linebacker. And it's semantics, you know what I mean? Like PFF right. is going to give him a credited rep as a linebacker because he's going to line up you know, between the tackles over the tackle within five to eight yards of the line of scrimmage, whereas a safety, you're looking at eight to 12 yards from the line of scrimmage inside or outside the tackles. That's a safety. It's semantics. At, at the end of the day, it's semantics, and, and they're going to be like, yes, Landon, you're a safety. Now get up there five yards from the line of scrimmage and do essentially what a linebacker does, but we're going to call you a Satan. And really, what does it matter? It matters for the franchise tag, which they're not going to franchise tag him anyway. So outside of that, it really seems to only matter in Landon Collins' ego. You know what I mean? And, and again, it's not necessarily a slight towards him. If that's what he wants to call himself and the team's willing to let him do that, then, then that's perfectly fine. But at the end of the day, if Cam Curl is playing above him and he's playing down further in the box, he's going to look like a linebacker playing on the field. He's going to get repped uh, as a linebacker according to PFF. He can call himself a safety. He can be on the safety on the game program and on the on the media data sheets all they want. At the, at the end of the day, it's about functional use, and I think that everybody's starting to agree the functional use for Landon Collins is in the box, not having to have major pass protection, pass defense responsibilities.
0: No doubt about that. Um, and, and you know, listen, Landon Collins, I, I know he's, he's talking about it because he keeps being asked. But, you know, one thing I would say, remember uh, the person that really kind of put some gasoline on this fire was your head coach, Ron Rivera, who didn't sign you to the absurd contract. He said you were speaking for you, not for the organization when I directly asked him about uh, that about a month and a half ago.
2: Absolutely. And, and, you know, maybe sometimes that's where Ron Rivera's honesty kind of comes back to bite people in the butt. I mean, it's really not that big of a deal. I don't think Landon is, is too bothered by it. And it's not affecting the chemistry of the team, at least not yet. Uh, so Ron, just speaking the truth, and and we're all running with it because it's an interesting topic. We'll see how it all boils down. Speaking of speaking the truth, Chris, uh, the truth is that BetOnline.ag is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. Where I bet on all my sports action. I know you've been pretty active over there as well. In your day, baseball is going on. Hockey is in playoff mode. Basketball is in playoff mode. There's UFC, MMA action before the next puck drop or the tip-off. Go to BetOnline.ag. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: 73 here at the Locked on Washington football team podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at harrison 82 and at WrestleMania621. Find the show at Locked WFT pod. Chris, we've had a great outpouring of voicemails from our listeners here to kick off our voicemail line, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. It has dried up just a little bit, which isn't totally oh, no. unexpected because there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, maybe we'll get some voicemails about Jay Z. I don't know. What do you guys think about Jay Z being a potential minority owner of the team? Do you like it? Do you dislike it for whatever reasons? Maybe if we ask you guys a question, respond to that in the voicemail line. We'll get to some of those answers as we get through the rest of this weekend into next week. But we do have one more voicemail to play, Chris. Um, I've kind of read the transcript on this one a little bit, so it kind of talks about solo episodes. which is interesting because we're just coming off of you doing the solo episode. But let's hear what this listener had to say for themselves.
3: Hey, guys. Listen, this is uh, Jason. I, I live up in Massachusetts. I live in uh, Patriots Nation. So listening to your podcast um, every day, when I'm out and about is is nice because I don't have to listen to Tats Nation. I can hear your take. Um, I really enjoy it, you know, especially since David joined. You guys really have uh, kind of stepped up your game. You know, when both of you guys are together, you're clearly my favorite podcast for uh, Washington Football Talk Info. I I really like uh, Chris's kind of no-nonsense approach, and I like David's very logical approach. Um, Both, I think, are, are really good takes. So my only criticism is be together all the time. (laughs) <laughs> i know it's tough because you guys have a whole lot of things going on but if you guys can be together every show that's that's when i like to listen when it's just one of you you know it's good but it's great when you guys are both together so that's my uh my take from massachusetts um you oh, know by the way as someone who was out of the dmd i grew up there but someone who lived out of the dmd absolutely need to change that name get rid of washington football the rest of the country is uh kind of chuckling as someone who lives up there but might be biased uh I'm walking right now. Might be biased as uh, you know, we I live further up, but hey, that's it. So thanks for the good show. Bye. All
0: right, well, Jason, thank you, first of all, for listening all the time from Massachusetts um, uh, and for uh, calling the voicemail. By the way, you can call 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. Uh, like David said, uh, you give us your thoughts on anything Washington football team related. But if you'd like to chime in on the possibility of Jay-Z being added to the ownership group, certainly we'd love to hear your opinions on that Um, jason i you know uh you know i don't know how to solve necessarily the issue of you know sometimes we're we're gonna be solo and and a lot of the times or most of the time we're gonna be together um You know, I mean, obviously we all, like you said, we have different responsibilities and we're trying to, you know, keep each other, you know, fresh and and recharged and all that stuff. Uh, David, I'm not sure how you want to weigh in on that you know, Ultimately, we appreciate, uh, obviously, all of you guys giving us your ear. Whether you love certain shows, whether you don't love certain shows, uh, whether you'd prefer something different, we'll take everything into consideration, and we're going to try and figure out a way to serve you guys best and to entertain you guys best and to inform you guys uh, best. So just all we can say or all I can say is, Thank you. Uh, we appreciate the constructive criticism. Obviously, uh, you guys are and you guys have been so nice to us so far. Uh, keep it coming. Um, but I would also say this: that you know we're going to take everything that you all ask us and say, and we're going to discuss you know amongst us and uh, amongst our superiors uh, at at Locked On, and we're going to try and figure out the best way to do this moving forward. Is that? I think that's fair, right, David?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call, Jason. Appreciate the the listenership, and I appreciate your opinion. And and uh, listen, my other show, it's the same thing. We take a day off uh, from the show each week as well, and and really, it's it's for it's to prevent burnout. You know what I mean? Um, like you said, Jason, we have some other obligations and and everything. And we want to make sure that when we sit down to record Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, that we can bring 100 percent energy and focus to this project. And the way we do that is by leveraging a little bit of the partnership. right? So the, the great thing about having a co-host is that I'm not just talking into a microphone and waiting for reactions on Twitter or in the voicemail box. I have someone who can react to me uh, right here, right now, and that that makes this whole thing a little bit better, a little bit more interactive. Um, but at the same time, the, the other obligations, like you said, do lead to a very, very hectic uh, schedule. And especially, Chris, I mean, you're covering the Wizards, you're covering the gnats, you're covering mm-hmm. the Caps uh, as well uh, when they're in action. So I mean, your your schedule is even busier than mine is, but we both are, are definitely filled to the brim. Um, there is a solution to this, and I think that would be uh, Chris, you and I being able to do Locked On Washington Football Team podcast full time, and that have being that our only source of uh, our only outlet of sports information. But unfortunately, that day is not here, and, and I don't know that that day will come. Um, until then. Uh, we will give you the best we can Absolutely. for uh, for the show together and then on the days that we're solo we will also bring you the best we can as well And I'll tell you something that we that that I, that I like to do on some of my solo episodes uh, if this voicemail box thing you know continues to to grow is respond to some of those voicemails and essentially mm-hmm. you guys become the co-host you guys yep. become the person who kind of sparks the conversation and says, hey listen, I don't like I don't know the the signing of Seals Jones and here's why I don't like it well now you've become my co-host for that episode because I now have another voice uh, to bounce off as well. And that's how you become a part of the show. You kind of take ownership of the lot Washington football team podcast, because we're not saying this for us. We're saying this for you. And hopefully we're bringing you something you either didn't know before a new angle, or at least it's something that's somewhat entertaining. So that's kind of just my view on it uh, from a, from a, uh, from a nutshell standpoint. But yeah, Jason, appreciate the phone call. Appreciate all you guys who've called. If you're out there and you haven't called, you're probably nervous. Right. And, and I get that don't be we're not going to bite if you call in and you're like oh man i totally messed that up let me call you back i'm not going to play the one that you don't want aired i'm going to play the one that you do that you do the second time if you pause, if, if there's a little bit of awkwardness in there, I've got the power of editing, and trust me, I'm not going to do anything uh, to make you make you sound bad or make you sound uh, incompetent or anything like that. So if you got a question or if you got to take, don't be scared. Call us. We're normal people just like you, and we're, we're more than receptive to what you guys have to say.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, well said, I, and, and I agree, and we want, especially over the next two months, guys, there's not going to be, believe it or not, there's not going to be as much Washington football team news, we think. Uh, <laughs> although if Jay Z buys it, I'm Certainly uh, that's going to get, you know, we still have some OTAs and we still have veteran minicamp into middle June. Uh, But, you know, again, we want you guys to be a part of the show. Have your voice be heard at 301 615 three five seven seven three oh one six one five three five seven seven or again you can if you're a little bit nervous about the voicemail thing you can directly email us locked wft pod at gmail.com locked pod at gmail.com and we hope sincerely that you guys feel comfortable uh and like david said to trust us that we're not going to make you look bad uh even if you disagree with us or even if you have a criticism again we want to hear it that's your you know this is your your show and, and 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 your voice should be heard um you know uh a, a, on football matters and how we do the show so we'll just wrap it up like that but thank you uh for the constructive criticism and input as always and thank you for listening all right get more of the sports news you need in less time with the locked on today podcast follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever You get your podcast. And again, the voicemail 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. David and I will be back on another episode before the uh, week is out. Memorial Day weekend. Thanks again for listening to Locked On Washington football team podcast.